From the Financial Times in London, my name is Zosia Wąsik and this is FT News. When Theresa May called the snap election in the UK back in April, her main motivation was to receive a strong mandate to carry out the Brexit negotiation. But quite surprisingly, both Conservative and Labour campaigns have steered away from the topic of Brexit, with parties focusing on taxation, infrastructure and social care. We asked business professionals which party they are going to cast their vote for and why. My name is Rory. I work in the city. In the upcoming election, I will be voting for the Conservatives, I think. So I went into this election with the mindset that it was a election based around Brexit. I think that the whole point of the Brexit vote was to gain control, some control over immigration and to be able to negotiate our own trade deals freely. And I think that, from my understanding, the Conservatives are the only party that actively want to leave the single market and want to leave the customs union. You cannot be in the customs union and negotiate free trade deals with other countries. And likewise, if you're still in the single market, you will be subject to freedom of movement rules. So... I think fundamentally that was a big reason why I was voting for the Conservatives. Secondly, I think that given that Labour have collapsed in Scotland and they're not going to win enough seats back there, they're realistically not going to form a majority government. So if it was the case that the Conservatives didn't win and there was a hung parliament and a coalition of the parties from the left... I think that would be worse for Brexit, given that the Greens and the Lib Dems, for example, you know, they are promising second referendums whilst the Labour Party say they want to leave. So I think it would be a very weak position for us going into the negotiations with the EU, whereby our own potential government couldn't even agree on what kind of Brexit that they want. I think that Jeremy Corbyn, although I have looked at some some of Labour's policies and I don't disagree with a lot of them, like renationalising the railways I think is a good thing, ending unpaid internships, more police officers on the street for example, I just think that he is a weak leader and I don't see him being able to negotiate a good deal for us and going up against the likes of Angela Merkel, Emmanuel Macron. Um, and performing in a competent manner. I think that overall in terms of business, the Conservatives' idea of cutting corporation tax slightly is a good idea post-Brexit because we want to be able to attract, attract businesses to come and locate here and likewise stop businesses from potentially relocating. Also from the point of view of general economics, I think that the fact that our economy is primarily made up of small and medium-sized businesses you know it's only a good thing that you know they can they can make savings in this area which will hopefully stimulate growth so overall i would say that yes primarily i've looked at the issue of brexit and i think that although the conservatives are not perfect they will most likely be able to one, have the Brexit that people actually asked for, and two, will be able to negotiate a strong deal. I think that Labour 
they're weak on the Brexit issue. It's Their party is clearly divided on it. I'm not 100% sure where they stand. Just overall, for, for a general kind of economic perspective, I think a lot of their ideas are very good, but they seem to have a general manifesto of increasing spending but lowering taxes. And unfortunately, in the real world, I don't think that quite adds up. And the Conservatives, again, although cuts were made, they did try and get the deficit down in the, in the last election. I don't think it would be a good thing for long-term interest rates, for example, if we engaged in, in more long-term deficit spending. So I don't quite trust Labour on the economy either. My name is Kieran. I work in the financial services in the City of London, working for Post Trade Financial Services, and my job role is a business development manager. Both my parents are teachers, so I'm kind of naturally left-wing, liberal, that's, that's how I lean. But I've, I've always made up my own decision when it comes to politics and who I want to vote for. I've always voted for the Labour Party just because I believe in their ideology and their manifestos. And despite working in the city, it's not just about the individual, it's about the collective efforts. And especially now, with what we've seen recently with the Brexit decision in the last year, tragic recent events in the UK with the Manchester and London attacks, I think what we've seen with the Conservative government against the Labour Party. We need a, a general consensus to, I think, really back our public services, which the Conservatives aren't doing and the Labour Party are really mandating, whether that's policing, security, NHS, of course, teaching, etc. And I just think from a very high level, it's something Jeremy Corbyn does address and he does really take on that feedback from all of the UK, all of Britain, in contrast to Theresa May, who I think is quite robotic. She might back private businesses, which is fine because that's a hand that feeds me, but at the same time I think it rather does protect a fairly elite group in the South East. We have Theresa May saying no deal is better than a bad deal and maybe Jeremy Corbyn isn't as strong on Brexit because ultimately Theresa May was part of that government who delivered the referendum and had to take control of everything to do with Brexit and triggering Article 50. So I think it's, it's not a bad thing if Jeremy Corbyn did lead our charges to really progress those negotiation talks. Whilst Theresa May is being more prominent in that area, I just think that's because she is obviously leading the country and having Jeremy Corbyn or even the Liberal Democrats who clearly don't want the Brexit situation, I think having Corbyn and probably a coalition if he does get in in charge of that, it's, it's not a bad thing. So I think implementing higher taxation for large corporate firms, especially financial institutions, it is the right thing to do and I think the main reason for that is trickle-down economics doesn't always work so you've got to start from a broad state level and employ these taxes across all big major firms and get them to account for the individual on the street. If you look at the bankers bonuses or looking at the top rate of tax it's there for a reason those with the broadest shoulders they must shoulder the hardest burden out there and if it means paying more tax and having a fairer redistribution of income across all socio-economic groups, then I think that is fair, ultimately. And whilst Jeremy Corbyn might target the bigger corporations out there, 
whether it's Jeremy Corbyn or Theresa May, any government needs to really tackle the real issue when it comes to big corporations, which is, which is paying their tax, corporation tax, which we don't really see, whether it's Google or Amazon or Vodafone, Starbucks. My name is James and I work in public relations for technology companies. I think I'm going to vote for the Green Party this Thursday's coming election. This has actually been, as it seems like it has been for everyone, quite a confusing and complex decision to make. I mean, traditionally, I have always been a conservative voter. Um, and I think that stems a lot from my family. That's what they've always voted for in my background. Um, I grew up in West London and the borough of Kensington is a very sort of conservative Tory area. So that obviously would be my, normally my leading choice. However, of course, I feel like with post David Cameron, post Brexit, and with Theresa May heading up the Conservatives, suddenly it feels like a very different party and not something I feel like I'm totally on board with at all. I feel Theresa May keeps banging on about this strong and stable election and strong and stable leadership, and it just feels like anything but. I don't feel like she does a fantastic job of leading people. I don't feel like to her she's very good in, in interviews and in media interviews. She sort of seems to be dodging answers quite well. The main thing for me is she doesn't seem to be doing a great job of convincing young people to vote and focusing and prioritising like young professionals like myself. And that's it's difficult to vote for someone when you feel like they don't have people like you in mind. For that reason, I sort of had a look around and I read each of the manifestos and I thought quite carefully, fine, if I'm you know, not going to go rely on voting on Conservative like I normally would, you know, where do my values now sit? Um, what do I want? Um, I think a big issue for me certainly has been the parties have their you know, political manifestos which are quite ideological and quite easy laid out and easy to read but when you actually sit there and look at the politicians in action and look at them talk and how they engage with the media and how they engage with people suddenly you can have a, a quite a different reaction to them. Um, you know, on paper I feel like a lot of what Labour says is quite interesting and I support some of their ideas but then you only have to watch some of Diane Abbott's sort of interviews some of Jeremy Corbyn's interviews and you think that's not what, where I'm going to put my hedge my bets I'm not going to let them lead this country or you know lead towards like a hung parliament similar to Theresa May I live in a Labour area now I live in South Islington which is a heavily Labour area so and most of my friends I'd have to say are probably voting Labour as well so against probably what my parents wishes you know who are very pro-Tory Labour seemed like quite an interesting option but then you you know my parents sort of worried about the taxation that Labour's going to bring in and you have to wonder well you know, how is the heavy taxation going to affect businesses? You're divided personally because you're like, yes, I want, you know, a better country and a better world and, you know, to live in a better political landscape. But then at the end of the day, you know, you are a human being. You want to make money. You need to be incentivized to go to work and to do a good job. And, you know, with all these, you know, strong taxation and heavy income taxes, that's the sort of thing Labour might introduce. How does that incentivize you? And then I have the issue of the environment, which is a big issue for me because I feel like we do a lot of the time focus on like chickens cooping around in a little like chicken pen, biting all this little, trying to eat up all the feed when they're about to all to be slaughtered. So, I mean, that's quite an extreme example, but I feel like that's a lot of sometimes what people are, these politicians are like just clawing away issues, small issues that matter, but they miss the bigger picture, and that's the environment. And I feel like that's what the Green Party best talks to is yes, these are issues, and yes, we can face them, but the wider long-term issue needs to be looked at and addressed, and that's the environment.
So from an ideological point of view, I feel like that's the, the UK that I want to live in, a world that has a stronger sense of the greater good, the international collective good that cares about the environment and cares about the people. They're also anti-Brexit, which is always a plus. So from an ideological point of view, I quite like the Green Party. So I'm going to make that sort of, you know, quite romantic vote this Thursday. But that's not just stemmed from a love and environment. That's also stemmed from my distrust in the Labour and the Conservative parties. Thank you for joining us today. For more on the UK election, follow our coverage at ft.com. 